Hi, I'm Ricardo, and welcome to another episode of the Fourth for Growth podcast. Good morning. I'm Courtney, and thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about relaxing, and is it or is it not a superpower? What's your hardest thing today, Courtney? What's your hardest thing? Keeping the panic at bay of will I, will I not hit my goal for the month and just staying in relaxation or staying in a more relaxed state versus living my entire day in anxiety and panic, Mm. which would ruin a lot of opportunities if I showed up in that state, right? So, yeah. So this may or may not be directed to me. (laughs) It may or may not be. Yeah. So relaxation well hold up what okay. you, 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 you oh. didn't even ask me like what is my hardest thing oh Courtney? i was gonna like, yeah you didn't even ask what, me what's up with you. that what is your hardest thing right now ricardo that you have to deal with today or just right now keeping my energy up because i've been up since 4 a.m tell us more about that we'll talk oh. about that another day okay okay there you go uh yes yeah, so he is all jazzed up so i first saw this concept hold up, a- hold up hold on hold on hold on the topic is relax right yeah and courtney says relax relax don't do it when you want to go do it relax don't do it when you want to come oh see it wasn't as good without that thank you Ricardo. courtney says relax <laughs> yes why yes. do you tell us to relax courtney well so I am repeating some concepts by Elizabeth Gilbert, the amazing Elizabeth Gilbert. And I once saw her give a speech where she basically came out and was talking about relaxing and a very calm voice, relax, relax. And, but the concept of this speech was what if relaxation is a superpower? Now, the concept of this is, okay, think of a woman in your brain who's fierce, who's strong, who's bold, who's confident. You probably have a woman in your mind to every single one of those. If not, you know, your wife, Jesse, for example, she holds all that, you know? And so, but think of a woman who's relaxed. Oh yeah. One? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd even struggle to say men, you know, so this definitely is not a gender specific thing at all, but tell, tell me someone, you know, who, stays in a healthy state of relaxation men or woman man or woman yeah let's broaden it do we even know one uh his name is mateo he's like the most relaxed person i know (laughs) there you go see so just think of how few people we think of when we think of just relax but like your own mother or your wife or a woman that maybe takes care of you in many ways you know think about how much happier she'd be if she could just learn to relax, you know? So my whole point is we learn to live in this state of absolute, literally the panic or the anxiety or the regret or the pain is running our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we also forget that and as we're switching our hats and the mom hat and the career hat and the this hat and the da 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 da, like relaxing is also a hat you need to wear as a human. It has to do with your immunity, with your health, with your fulfillment, with your, you know, letting gratitude in, that type thing. So it has so much to do with your wellness. 
but you need to be making time for it. And I find it highly alarming that this day and age, we struggle to find, most people don't have a go-to habit that they are like, yeah, I meditate, I this. Like we know a handful, yeah. But overall, society doesn't have a practice or a tool to pull out routinely to relax. You know, the once every six month massage doesn't count. That's great. That's brownie points. You keep getting them. Get one a month if you can for your own wellness. But what are you doing every day to just sit down and relax or, you know, flip it, what Ricardo's doing. And we'll talk about that another time, but you're waking up at 4 a.m. and you're on day two of that, right? Well, you're carving out that time for you to do what you want to do to conquer all your lists, not just the career, not just the family stuff, not just the firewalker stuff, you know? So that ha- requires you to be a whole person. And what is required for you to be a whole person? Some occasional relaxation. Okay. So I'm going to pause there. That's my soapbox, Ricardo. Okay. Jesse says people judge when you relax. Yeah. Is that true, Courtney? Yeah. Why? You could get labeled lazy. You could get labeled like you don't care. You could get labeled with all kinds of things. But that's, yeah. Jesse says, I don't think everyone looks at relaxing the same. That's true. So, okay. So let me back up. What is your version of relaxation? Mm-hmm. So if the, if it stresses you out more to relax, I'm not talking to you about this tactic, right? So yeah. So that's get comfortable with what you have to do to relax. But people are going to judge. People are going to judge. They're going to say things. So, I mean, if you know you're not being lazy and you're relaxing or, you know, like, don't let that stuff get to you. It will. The whispers will be around you your whole life. You're a human. Question. Yes. What if you just have such a hard time turning it off? That's Because I think that's the struggle. That's the struggle. I kind of struggle with that. So I, I, I didn't really want to go into this because this is not what today was about. But that was one of the reasons that I decided to give waking up at 4 a.m. a try. Because I was having such a hard time at night turning my brain off mm-hmm. and getting to bed at 10 or 11, 11, 30, 12, 1. Not really doing anything productive, but just being up to be up because I couldn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So my solution was if I wake up earlier, I'll get tired earlier. <laughs> and that, that's my theory that I'm working on here. That's my yeah. hypothesis. I like right? that. I like that. And I'm more so just like that you're exploring different ways. You're breaking the pattern. You're like, okay, this isn't working the way I want it to. Let me see and just try. And you're just trying it out, right? Yeah. Something has to change. Yeah. Something has to change. So yeah. it's just about really just settling down because relax it means like i think of weekend of bernie's when you say relax (laughs) yeah like right but Mm -hmm. what about just settling down what about just winding down Mm -hmm. how relaxed do you need to be before you go to bed and get a good night's worth of sleep it's a great question that's and one I don't well, I'm quite asking have, you, Courtney. Oh, I was about to say I don't have the answer to that, but I know I can tell you like hard lines for me, my phone. I'm not saying I don't take it out right before bed, but I'm saying in general, my phone goes away an hour or two before I go to bed. I just stop paying attention to it. Usually I turn on airplane mode. I'm real good. I turn on airplane mode an hour before I go to bed. That came out of desperation. 
because my brain just wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. And I certainly, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I do not check my phone. But you got like, we have a circadian rhythm that our brain operates on. And it is created to rise with the sun and go to bed, you know, when the sun goes down or roughly thereafter, right? So every time you're putting a light on, you're complete, like to say you're screwing it up is an understatement. And then we think, you know, 2021 with our smartphones, checking it, you know, three times in the middle of the night to see what time it is, because we don't even have a clock anymore. You know, little things that just make it easy to be away from your phone or make it easy to wind down in the evening, make it easier. It doesn't have to be easy right away. Because if you're trying to start a new habit, that's not, you know, and take the tiny habit philosophy that Ricardo's studying, you know, start tiny. Start like, what if you, you know, just take a two minute bath, literally, like all the women I hear is like, Oh, I never have time for a bath in the evening. Okay. Like, but you're just figuring out how to reframe that. And what you used to do might not work in your life now and your schedule now, but guess what? Your wellness matters and you need to figure it out and you need to try and just try new things until you find things you do like, or go back to what you used to do when you were a relaxed human, you know, maybe it was before children, maybe it was before responsibilities of big careers, but at one point you knew how to relax and you knew what you liked and you naturally gravitate towards something. Yes. What's the difference between relaxing and um, resting? That's a great question. Well, your wife provided me the verb definition for relaxing. So relax to make or become less tense or anxious. And I'm sorry, what was the second word you asked? Rest. 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 To me, that feels like rest is you can still be mentally going, but you put your feet up or you just take it easier. Whereas relax is strictly chill out. The chill focus out. is on chilling out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And rest okay. is just lightening up the load, making it a little easier. So at the end of the month, tell me a little bit, tell everyone, let's open up the, the Pandora's box. That is Courtney Carr, if okay. you will. Oh yeah. Tell us what the end of your month looked like. The 30, the 31st, the last three in to four head? days. Yeah. In your head and in reality. Oh yeah. Okay. So in reality, you that, Rose, first of all, before you even said anything, we just, I, did you hear that before you the, even said anything? The Go big ahead. gasp in my, through my mouth. Yes. It put me in fight or flight mode. That's what he's referring to you guys is that I just breathe in through my mouth, which that puts you in fight or flight mode. So it automatically puts you in a more anxious. So with that said, breathe through your nose. Breathe through your nose. It puts you in a more relaxed state. So the end of the month for me looks all over the place. Uh, it's honestly okay. But my brain sends me on this roller coaster of a journey that likes to have highs and lows. So yeah, the last few days are very stressful and I get anxious really easy. I freak out over little things and I panic as if I kind of assume everything's not going to work out. Like I go in this absolute, it feels like a meltdown, but I, I, you wouldn't know if you talked to me, uh, but I have to keep that at bay. So 
especially now, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I just sit there and I'm like, I'm so excited for how I handled the last few days of the month. Like it's the 31st. I would probably Calego or something. But when I am on this loop and I'm getting anxious, A, I know now that doesn't help me. That literally only puts partitions up in between what I want, like left and right. It's just building barriers in between. So I have to get myself back to as a relaxed of a state as I can be, right? Because that's where the actual superpower is. You actually hold on to your power and you can stay kind of relaxed, okay? And so, yeah, I will stop and meditate if I need to. I will chug as much coffee as I need to to keep me going. But um, the anxiousness really keeps me going those last few days. But then it's funny because then the first starts around and a month starts over, and I'm like, well, is there really any difference between yesterday and today? No. Nope. All was up here. All these problems and solutions and egoic thoughts are formed out of panic and out of fear, you know? So In your head, Courtney. In my head. But sitting here, do I ever actually have a problem? No. So that's what I'm focusing on ongoing and right exactly now is like, hey, it's just another day. Do your best. Give value. Just a number. Whatever. <laughs> you know, and do better. So next month. how do you relax in that whole, in that whole middle of that tornado in your head? How do you relax? How do you physically and mentally relax? I put myself in timeout. And I'll sit in the corner. I'll sit somewhere. You put, comfy you put, like you put baby in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. And that, that needs to be my nickname for my little self. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'll put baby in the corner all day long, but no, I, I just have to stop and sit, like, just stop, like, just stop. Cause if I can just stop for a second and realize and just sit there, I don't know, 20 seconds, you guys be like, okay, am I safe? Is my family safe? Mm. Is this an actual problem? And I just kind of check back into reality and, um, I don't know, little things like, will this panic thought matter a year from now? No. Mm, no. Okay. Will it matter if I get a call that one of my loved ones is hurt or in the hospital or something? Will like any of this matter? No. Now it still needs to be addressed. I'm not saying like, just walk out of your to-do list and be like, later guys, I'll see you next week if I feel like it. But you shouldn't be giving the instinctual emotions of panic and fear for your life to your to-do list. You shouldn't. For your own wellness, you should not be doing that. And if you do that, it's okay. You're looking into it. You're realizing it. You're listening to this. If this is resonating with you. So that's a step up. If you know you do it and you won't stop, like you need to actually look at tools and just test one tool out. It can be, you know, I don't know, like turning your phone off early or building a relaxing ritual in the evening it does not have to be something gigantic you know it doesn't you and it doesn't have to be like 15 things either i think yeah i think that's where the mind automatically goes to it's like okay well i gotta create a ritual mm -hmm. and okay this 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 and this sounds good and then we start asking everyone about their ritual and then you're like oh that sounds good too. i'm gonna add it here and remove this and then you haven't done anything yeah yeah it's it's fascinating how quick the snowball adds up right um i do want to say in as far as evening rituals go especially it builds something with your kids a lot of children are never taught you know we tell our kids focus focus you need to focus but do you ever actually teach your child to focus like what is that <laughs> there are adults who still don't know right <laughs> like and then but same with the relax 
when does your child, when did you ever learn what relax was before you were an adult stressed out? But, you know, and it's just funny. So I want to pause and give an observation that unless you have taught your child a healthy form of relaxation, they're naturally going to learn in the real world as a stressed out adult. So don't you want them to have some tools and be equipped with some ideas before they get there? You know, so a good way to do that is to practice relaxing with mom or dad and just, Mm. you know, I'm not, if they're kids, it's probably not going to go as planned and you're going to have some adventures in there. But just to highlight that if you aren't teaching them what this is and a healthy way to do it, the natural way life teaches them is not kind. So equip your kids sooner and you can teach them as you learn too, right? So this can be a family affair. This can just be like, it sounds silly, but like build little rituals. Like, okay, guys, for five minutes, we're all going to relax together and just reflect on something we're grateful for. You know, like that will actually recharge you a lot. And if you can build the family time, it intensifies the emotions, intensifies the gratitude. So we can go on and on about that part, but build something, do something, change something. Like if what you're doing, if you are constantly 100% of your day, either living in regret, aka past failures, just focused on the past or your anxious anxiety stressed out, that's panic over the future. So what about right now? What if you bring that power back to right now and just relax, take a deep Mm. breath, be grateful you're here. You know, some people didn't get this breath like you did. You're gifted. That's, you know, Rhonda Bird Parker, if you have a heartbeat, you have a purpose. The fact that you're alive today is proof you need to go after your goals, but you also deserve to relax sometimes. And so it's this balance, right? Anyway, so I, I keep going. I'm going to hand it back to you. No, you're good. I'm just <laughs> letting it flow. I'm just letting it flow. I think you just summed it up. That's everything that needs to be said about relax. Yeah. It's okay to relax. We give you permission to relax mm-hmm. and it's take it easy. It's a job you need to fulfill too. It's a skill for yeah. sure. It's for Definitely. sure. <sighs> So <laughs> good. I'm conscious of it. My breathing through my nose or my mouth. Good relaxing nice breath that. there, Courtney. Good relaxing breath. Thank, Thank you. you so much for tuning in for another episode of the Force for Girls podcast. Yes. <laughs> Make Always. sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Force for Girls. Yes. And remember to be a force for good. A force for growth. And a force for greatness. Bye. Bye. <laughs>